Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, hello. Welcome. Thanks for coming along today. The Thursday edition. It is a super gray, cloudy day out there. You're the one who loves the cloudy day, doesn't he? Chris does. Isn't it nice out there? It feels good out there. What you mean, temperature-wise? It is no, just warm. just like, you know, the whole feel, the whole vibe of the day is kind of like, uh, I like it. Why do you like that? I don't know. It just makes me feel good. It makes me feel bad. What? It makes me just want to sit on the couch. You're a Pittsburgher. This is how we live around here. No, right? it's I've not. I've got news for you. It's... You might as well accept it and embrace it. I no, like it. I, I, okay. I'm, I'm glad that you like it because I, I appreciate someone with a positive attitude. Well. But I don't have one it. because I look outside and I think, really? Right. Well, you should be in San Diego, perhaps. Right Listen, <laughs> San Diego. You get tired of that. You know you would. I don't think I, I would. Think you, you would. I seriously, mm-hmm. I don't would. think I would get tired of that. After six months or a year, I don't two know. years, you I go, would like to try. Enough of the sun. I've had way too much sun. Please. I need to go back to some cloudy temps. Christy and I were going to dress up as the Gilmore Girls for Halloween. You know, no. we didn't do that. No. We can move to San Diego. Let's do it. Okay. What? Wait, I don't get the connection. You were going to well, dress up as the Gilmore Girls. We're, yeah, you we're move- just agreeing. We're just oh, agreeing. Okay, we're like of two minds. <laughs> yes. Okay. We didn't do the first thing. Right. Maybe so we could do the second thing. Right. We could have, but you know. But you could not, yeah. John was busy. I was busy. Oh, On Halloween. Right, I was. Hey, look, I, I, I uh, cut myself the other day. This is something that women don't have. Look at my face. Oh, you have a wound. I cut myself. And I've got a beard. Yeah. I just want to say that because I see myself on camera sometimes. We're streaming. Yeah, the right home streaming live on YouTube at the word Pittsburgh. You yeah. want to see John's wound? Here we go. Mm-hmm. It looks like at first I thought it looks like an age spot, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's just me bad with the razor. Just sure. Want to say that. Well, I mean, women injure themselves with razors too, though. Right, but not on their face. Not on their face. Well, like it's not like the face is really worse than the leg. I don't think. Oh, what are you kidding me? No, I don't think it is. No, it's a, no. It looks like I was in a bit of a knife fight. No, with like, listen, know, when you're shaving your opponent. legs, that's really that's diff- very difficult. It's a very large surface. Where area. Where would you rather have a wound on your leg or your face? This or that? If it's shaving, I might this pick face. Or... I don't know. I want to say face because I I, yeah, I, right. I want I can to imagine you with a knife. <laughs> I don't think I'd want scar that. on your face. <laughs> what happened there, Mrs. Frankenstein? Eh, you should see my legs though, looking good. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, you know what? I thought the warm day we were having was coming tomorrow. Oh no, it's here. But it's today. So I walked outside today. I have a turtleneck on. I have like a big sweater. Meanwhile. It's like 60 degrees. Yeah, you better say, you're in the it's business dumb. of information. Do you know I that? Know. You know, I I information. How often do you look at your weather app? Several times throughout the day. I love my radar. Several times throughout the day. The radar is like I mean, excellent. I look at my weather app once every couple of weeks. What? No, no. I never look at the well, weather. Well, no wonder you're wearing I a figure, turtleneck on well, a I nice figure day. It's, it's coming. Uh-huh. 
What do I, I mean? If I'm planning a party, I'll look at it. You know, but I don't, otherwise, I don't feel like I don't care. But today, you're right. It was well it made me feel especially dumb. Especially here, you know, we're back in studio. So anybody who's working in an office building, office buildings are slow to respond to changes, subtleties That's in the for weather. Sure. Right. So, you, the studio's hot, and you're wearing a turtleneck. And I'm wearing a linen shirt with a scar on my face. Oh, but the good news is, I have I, I have some uh, news for us today. I mean, it's here in the top four. Oh, you're saying? If we could, we digress. Sorry. If we could get to it, as we always do. I I am interested in the turnings of the world. Are you? Whether or not included, Kath, as we always do. Please give us the top four at four. The first turn on the fan. I had to turn on the fan because I'm so hot (laughs) in my turtleneck. For Thursday, except for Sunday. You can watch this, seriously, if you want to. You really should. And if you don't want to, why not? That's the question. Uh, The Ride Home Streaming Live on YouTube at the Word Pittsburgh. All right. Okay, so it's Thursday, December 2nd. Number one, as the Omicron mutation looms, don't you want, don't you hate? Don't even say that. COVID-19 hospitalizations in Western PA have hit their highest point in more than 10 months. I'm tired of it. Allegheny County just yesterday reported 504 COVID patients in hospitals, the most since January 12th. It's a 58% increase in the last month. That's so depressing. Westmoreland County, it's even worse. 64.3 increase in the past month. I can't even go into more details. Stop it. Just move on to number two. That's from the trip. Number two. Speaking of the virus, I have another virus oh, story. Oh, please. I want to tune <laughs> in listen, if I didn't even talk about the virus. Just I'm stay, change stay the over channel. in your chair and... Keep quiet. In Germany, people who aren't vaccinated will be excluded from non-essential stores, cultural and recreational venues, and Parliament will consider a general vaccine mandate, so says in Germany, German Chancellor Angela Merkel. As part of an effort to curb coronavirus infections, if you can believe this, that again topped 70,000 in a 24-hour period. That's what's happening in Germany. Holy cow, the situation in our country is serious, Merkel told reporters in Berlin, calling the measure, quote, an act of national solidarity, according to CBS News. Number three, here's a non-virus story. Oh, gee, good news. (laughs) Just hours after the Women's Tennis Association suspended all of its tournaments in China over concern for player Peng Shuai, the IOC, that's the International Olympic Committee, said it had held a second video call with her and that she appeared safe and well, quote, given the difficult situation she is in. Reading here also from CBS News. At the start of November, you might remember, Peng, a former Wimbledon and French Open doubles champion and Olympic medal winner, wrote on a social media format that she had been forced into a sexual relationship with a high-level Chinese official. Her post was removed minutes later, and she was not seen in public for almost three weeks. An email quoted by China's state-run media, purportedly sent to the WTA by Peng, retracted her allegations. But other tennis players grew concerned, tennis players who lived in different nations around the world, and started using the hashtag, where is Peng Shuai, to draw attention to the case. Finally, she was shown on Chinese state TV, appearing at a youth tennis event. Another video of her, which appeared to be scripted and stage-managed, was posted to Twitter by the editor of a tabloid newspaper allied with China's ruling Communist Party. But all of this, the WTA said, was not sufficient evidence to prove her safety. And the association said it is still suspending a 10-year agreement with China to hold championship matches there. The head of the WTA had previously valued the deal at $1 billion. And number four, 
Actor Alec Baldwin is speaking out in his first sit-down interview since the fatal shooting on the set of the movie Rust, in which the actor fired a prop gun he says he didn't know contained live ammunition, killing cinematographer Helena Hutchins and injuring director Joel Souza. Baldwin sat down today with George Stephanopoulos to talk about the shooting in an hour-long ABC special, which will be streamed tonight at 8 p.m. In a clip of their discussion that was released today, Baldwin appears emotional as he talked about Hutchins and tears up when Stephanopoulos tells him the gun was in your hand. Baldwin says, though, that he didn't pull the trigger. He said he has no idea how a live bullet got on the set. Rust assistant director Dave Halls has corroborated the claims, uh, saying that, quote, the entire time Baldwin had his finger on the gun, it was outside the trigger guard. Dave has told me since the very first day I met him that Alec Baldwin did not pull that trigger. That's USA Today, and that is your top four at four. So you've been on a ton of sets. We talked about this before. Yeah. A ton of movie sets. Um, have you ever seen live ammunition on a movie set? I have. And why, why is there live ammunition there? Oh, I've not seen live ammunition. You mean, you mean like real bullets? Yeah. No, not real okay. bullets. No. Okay. No. I've been on sets where there have been guns that have fired. Yes. No, I, I don't know why there would be a live gun. So when you heard the story for the first time, even today, hearing Baldwin say that he... It's an anomaly. Okay. A rarity. I don't know what happened. So we don't know whether it was foul play. We don't know if it was someone who just made... How could you make a mistake like know. that? You though? could. You could. I don't know. Things happen. When, have you ever seen an ac- any kind of accident happen with a gun on a movie set? Never. But I'm sure if you're in the business, weird things happen. It's just... It's human nature. Sooner or later, you're around dangerous things. Dangerous things happen. It's just how it is. We'll take a quick right. break. Jerry Boyer's with us in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever been to a shareholders meeting? Jerry Boyer, like a lot of people, owns shares in Microsoft. He attended a shareholder meeting and confronted them about a couple of issues. That's next. 101.5 WORD. We're finishing up our study of the Ten Commandments this week on Truth For Life. Find out why genuine contentment is impossible with a covetous heart. Learn the true purpose of God's laws and find out what makes the Bible so special. That's on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Why are cash-out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I really feel like right now might be a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, we were able to get them to cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. 
If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. A lot of people own stocks. And, of course, if you own stock, you've got ownership in the company. And if you've got ownership in the company, then you can show up at the shareholders meeting. To be honest, I'm sure it's a tiny, tiny percentage of people who ever do show up. But our first guest, Jerry Boyer, he himself and his wife, Susan, were recently at a shareholders meeting from Microsoft and are here to tell us the tale. Jerry Boyer, he is the author of The Maker versus The Takers and a podcast as well called Meeting of the Minds. We'll talk about that as the show goes on. Hey, Jerry, kudos showing up and uh, speaking your mind. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's not just that a very, very small percentage of people show up. It's that a very, 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 very infinitesimally small proportion of those mm. people who do show up have anything like a Christian worldview. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's overwhelmingly people who are coming from kind of an ideological position on the left, including the kind of the sexual revolution left LGBTQ. Uh, and so they have completely dominated the conversation. Um, and what's uh, I, I'm involved with, um, with helping to uh, create and manage indices um, and also personally an investor in those. So in that capacity, um, as uh, someone who's personally investor, I'm, I've, I've attended some of these meetings. This year, they've been online uh, to basically say, for example, Microsoft, you say you believe in diversity, um, and yet you support legislation like the Equality Act and other things like threats against states which pass Religious Freedom Restoration Act or um, uh, bills that would protect people's conscience in matters having to do with transgender issues. Um, These weaken religious liberty. They marginalize Christians. That's not diverse. Diverse is everybody Mm -hmm. or it's nobody. Um, And what I found is I started to do this last year um, and actually started a conversation with some of the proxy services about a year and a half ago, and they had never ever heard anybody say any of this really and i'm talking about for instance the largest proxy service in the world um had never heard anybody talk about this Uh, that's how absent we've been and i'm talking about some of the largest companies in the world uh that had never had any communication along these lines um and what's happened is in the past year at a microsoft meeting it was fascinating because i asked that question um, you know, basically, why are you getting involved in these non-core political issues, right? Like if Microsoft wants to lobby on behalf of technology regulation issues, well, of course, 
They're a technology company, but um, LGBTQ is not a core issue for them and shouldn't be. And they ought to, ought to stay out of these political issues. And it's fascinating. Um, what they did is they said, we've gotten many questions on this issue. Many people wondering if we've gone too far and other people wondering if, you know, we haven't gone far enough. So what's happened is roughly in the past year, the conversation has shifted so that there is now an actual genuine debate, which is registering mm. in the boardrooms of the largest corporations in the world. And, um, you know, what I would say is if we start from zero or maybe one person shows up, like one crazy guy shows up, has been showing up for 10 years to say, why are you giving money to Planned Parenthood? And maybe he's got a placard, you know, with, uh, with a dead baby on it or something like that. But, you know, if we've gone from that yes. zero or one to a situation where we now have a debate. The upside of that is tremendous. And Christians have been complaining about this stuff. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm going to boycott so and so. And right, we don't. Right. On social media, you say, well, I'm going to boycott Coca-Cola because they don't like a heartbeat bill. And then we don't boycott them. And then they say, well, I'm going to get it out of my portfolio. And it's like, you can't even get it out of your portfolio. You're in a mutual fund. They buy it automatically. But it's just gesturing. And I'm saying, stop griping. Just go do something. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's in God's hands whether it'll register. But it's in your hands whether you speak. And so you should speak. So, Jerry, are you saying that this is maybe the only benefit of a COVID world where now instead of being in person, you can go online and be part of the proxy? Yes, um, that that certainly uh, is one of them. Um, I think there's another benefit that's appeared that sort of um, that people aren't aware of that the Trump administration had kind of a what I would consider kind of almost a confused policy on this, because generally, since only one side has been showing up conservatives have not liked shareholder engagement. And so under the Trump administration, there were some rules which made it harder for shareholders to engage, right? And then the Biden administration comes along and says, well, we're going to undo everything Trump did, and we're going to make it easier for shareholders to engage. And I think that they've made a tremendous tactical error because we're the we're the ones who haven't been showing up. And so the pop, the, the sort of the energy, the populist energy now is not with the alphabet people and it's not with the left. Mm-hmm. That's sort of astroturf. The populist energy right now is largely among Christian conservatives. So by them coming along and saying, we're going to make it really easy for you to engage, I think that they don't realize that they've opened the door to the wrong people <laughs> from, their, from their point of view, because he's making it really easy for us little guys to engage to have a voice. when before the people who were engaging pretended to be little guys, but there was a whole bunch of Soros money and a whole bunch, you know, it was AstroTurf, right? So they could sort of get through all the legal hurdles and, you know, we frequently couldn't. Well, it, by democratizing it, actually, I think they're, they're giving people like us a voice that we haven't had before. Outstanding. I'm really convicted by this, Jerry. It's annoying. Um, Let let me tell you why. I remember being a kid and growing up, and, you know, my parents both worked for the same company. They met at the company. My dad worked for that company for almost 50 years years. And so when it was time for a shareholders meeting, everybody was there. Everybody went. You know, my parents went, our you know, all of our family friends went because they all worked there. And so it was like a it was a, a serious investment. It was like the guy up front was speaking about how he was leading the family. That's what it seemed like. You know what I mean? Um now the the company is different. 
And my, my personal, my husband and my portfolio is way more diversified than that. So it's just a whole, it seems like a whole different world. And I just don't have that same type of personal connection that I had before. And so I've just, I guess, completely abdicated. Well, yeah, and it's understandable because actually the system isn't designed to make it easy for you. Um, the system, they don't want to hear from you. <laughs> right. No, I'm sure. I'm sure that's true. They don't want to hear from anybody. They just want to be left alone. Right. Um, so at the Microsoft meeting, there was a resolution put forward that basically said, Microsoft, we don't trust you on sexual harassment. We want an outside consultant to come in here and look through the dirty laundry and give a report. And management opposed that, um, which management always opposes outside resolutions. And in this case, they were overruled. Um, you know, I, I voted for it. Um, so they, uh, that's really unusual. And I think Bill mm -hmm. Gates and his you know, friendship with Jeffrey Epstein and Perv Island and all sure. the rest of it kind of made it like, no, there's no way we're depending on you. So they haven't made it easy. Right. Okay. Um, so that makes me feel a little better, to, Jerry. Thank you. It was hard to learn how to do it. Um, so I've learned how to do it. I'm happy to help other people do it. In many cases, I think financial professionals ought to be doing it. Right? We have we have a lot of Christian financial advisors. Sure. There are a, a lot. I think that there I think that Christians are disproportionately represented among financial advisors. Yes. All right. It's maybe time for them to step up here. And if there's any of them, email me, ping me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to, you know, to mentor you in how to do this, but you need to step up. And I think we've taken the easy way out in the sense that what a lot of a lot of them have done is said, oh, well, if it's a sinful company, we're going to screen it out because we can't get its icky sin on us. Right. Sure. So if someone has a gay pride day, then we're just going to exclude them because that's righteousness, which I don't. I think that's a confused idea about righteousness. And in my opinion, I mean, if people out of, their, out of their conscience want to do it, that's fine. But it is really emptying ourselves of a responsibility rather than taking up a responsibility. So the more sin I see in the portfolio, the more opportunity that is. Excellent. Jerry Boyer's with us. He's talking about uh, appearing at a shareholders meeting where he has a share in the company with Microsoft. And, and so, Jerry, you said early on when you came in that you were one of the rare instances where someone like you, a conservative Christian, was able to speak up. Your voice was heard. You asked the question, do you feel there was an exchange and your questions, one or two, were answered directly to your satisfaction? I think um, I'm, I'm, I'm hard to satisfy. So to my satisfaction is a high bar. <laughs> okay, good. But I, I am convinced that a difference was made in that I've I up until recently, maybe the past year, I've never had a situation where the management was responding to anybody other than LGBTQ activists pushing for more and more and more and more and more. And I think these companies are developing a sense that they made a bad bargain because basically what they've said to some of these activist groups is, what do you want us to do? You want us to sign a statement? Really? You want us to endorse the Equality Act? Fine, we'll do it. And then you'll go away. And they don't go away. They come back with another resolution next year saying, you've already committed in principle to sustainability. So now we want you to completely divest of all fossil fuels. You've already in principle committed to gender equity. So now what we want you to do is publish a whole bunch of data that where you're blaming yourself for not having enough social justice. We want you to, we want you to confess all of your sins to the group and have a struggle session. So I, yeah, I think that these companies thought that they could do a little bit of like, we're just gonna give you a little and you'll be satisfied. And every time they do that, 
the groups come back and raise the ante. And I think they're having a little buyer's remorse. And frankly, I think they're a little relieved to have someone come in so they can say, you know what, there's people on both sides now. And so we'll go in the middle, right? The middle is no longer super duper 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 left versus super left. Where are you going to go? The, the middle is now something closer to the middle, and it's easier for them to get back to neutral because a lot of them just want to run a bank or run a software company. They didn't sign up to be social engineers, and they were kind of intimidated into it. Right. So if we show up, that gives them an opportunity to, to kind of say, okay, there are different constituencies to appeal to. Here. Interesting. Okay, so Jerry, you know, you've made the offer. You're saying, hey, if you, if you want to do this, if you want to learn how to do this, I can shepherd you through the process. Now, the point, though, here is that you are – a very rare person in that you're intelligent enough to engage the room in the, in the proper atmosphere with the questions that are framed. So they have a Christian worldview. A lot of people won't have that skill set. I mean, aren't you afraid that some people are going to get up and just act like coconuts? Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> sometimes our people act like coconuts. Yeah. So, so do theirs, right? Yeah, right. At this, at this point, um, it's almost like the other side is maybe a little more coconutty uh, because <laughs> yeah, they they're so drunk with past success. You know, they haven't lost a culture battle <laughs> like in, in like two decades. Now they might lose on abortion um, right now, an important culture battle. But generally, it's been a long mark through the institutions. So they kind of feel like they can do anything and they can't possibly lose. So they go for more and more sure. extremes. It's a purity spiral. Right. Um, so I think that's a situation that overconfidence, I think, makes them more vulnerable. But, yes, Christians, don't be a coconut. Uh, I, I mean, seriously. And represent yourself just, well. What's that? Represent yourself well. And and be and be loving. Like you just talked about Alec Baldwin, the news with Alec Baldwin. Right. I, I, he's not on, I'm not on his fan list, but I saw so much toxic stuff from Christians. It's terrible. This terrible. Somebody died and somebody killed that person. And was tortured by that. Um, and so, and, and there's like high profile Christians associated with Christian think tanks doing little, nah, 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 nah. what? Stop it. hundred percent. That's, that's not how Jesus acts. No. Um, so I would say the same thing, whatever you're engaged in, you, you need to be gentle, swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Um, a soft answer turneth away wrath. I mean, you need to be, you need to be loving and calm and reasonable and respectful. It goes a long way. That's Jerry Boyer, host of the new podcast, Meeting of the Minds, also author of a great book, The Maker Versus the Takers, What Jesus Really Said About Social Justice and Economics. We're going to take a break. When we come back, there's more Jerry waiting on the other side. Mm-hmm. A little conversation about Daystar Television next. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop 
You save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Impact Mortgage Corp. BBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Non-licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. With the holidays right around the corner, would a little extra cash come in handy? Instead of loading up those high-interest credit cards, get the cash you need the smart way. With home values at all-time highs and interest rates still low, Cash Call Mortgage can help you get the cash you need from your home's equity and get a low interest rate at the same time. How does a cash-out refinance mortgage and a rate in APR in the twos sound? We'll even cover the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. Need extra holiday cash? Want to pay off high-interest debt? Or just put money away for a rainy day? Then a cash-out refi from Cash Call Mortgage is the perfect solution. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. Scene 2 is in theaters December the 22nd. Tori Kelly is back as Mina and says this about the franchise. I think what's really amazing about this movie is that they're still pursuing a dream, but now it's together. It's just, like, really heartwarming and touching. That's real life. It's like you can't really achieve everything without, you know, your, your support system and your family and your friends. And, you know, it means so much more when they're there with you. So I, I just love that about this movie. Sing to Rated PG. For more information, head to TheEntertainmentAnswer.com. This holiday season, while many people are still struggling, let's bring families together. Every $1 you give to Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank can help provide up to five nutritious meals. Donate online today at pittsburghfoodbank.org. That's pittsburghfoodbank.org. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. It'll be breezy this evening. Otherwise, we'll see mainly cloudy skies tonight, low 34. Tomorrow will be cooler with considerable clouds. Tomorrow's high, 42. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies with a low of 32. Times of clouds and sunshine for Saturday. Saturday will reach a high of 46. Some sunshine Sunday, then turning cloudy with a passing shower and a high of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. So two years into COVID. We still can't talk about it right. Or respond to it We well. still can't. We just I mean, can't. It's still crazy town, and we're all tribal, and everyone's angry, and everyone's isolated, and pointing fingers, and misinformation, and... And is insisting that their viewpoint on it is the only right one. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of Christians who I did not know who are epidemiologists. Which is shocking. They're doing their own research. <laughs> their, their level of experience. Research. And, yeah. Right. Research. Right. Research. The, right. Copy and paste a headline from a <laughs> from some crazy blog. I, I do my own research. Yeah. Right. <laughs> can't wait to see what kind of research we're that talking produces. with jerry boyer jerry okay so the, the word came out this week about marcus lamb who is the owner of the second largest christian network in the world daystar television and marcus lamb unfortunately sadly passed away from COVID. yes well first of all rest in peace and 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 peace and and healing to his family and to those who know him and love him and to his flock yes um Second of all, I, I'd like us to stop and take a moment to think about um, our shepherds and how some of our shepherds talk about these issues, because this is not just somebody uh, who was skeptical 
about the vaccines. Um, this is also somebody who was influencing millions of people with research. Um, and so the influence goes out beyond the personal story. I, I, you know, as James said, do not be quick to be a teacher because the judgment will be that much stronger or, or that much harder, uh, that much more rigorous. So I really think that this is a moment, and we've had a few of them. We've had a number of high-profile conservative and evangelical leaders who, who essentially had built, to some degree, a public brand on statements about COVID being just a little more than the flu, uh, or there is no pandemic, um, or the vaccines um, have you know microchips in them, um, or the vaccines are deadly and half of people die from the vaccine. There's a lot of stuff that's going on around there. And some of those people have gotten sick and gotten other people sick. And some of them have gotten seriously ill and some of them have died. And some people in their institutions have gotten sick and died. So I know that people are going to get a little mad at me because he died. And can't you, you know, withhold judgment? I am. I'm not judging the man at all. Uh, he He probably did the best he could with the tools he had. But this is an example where maybe we stop and say, if you really don't know, if you're a Christian leader and your expertise is knowledge of the Bible, and you really don't know about scientific matters like epidemiology, how to read reports, how to analyze data, then not only are you allowed to be quiet about it, but in your capacity as a shepherd and a representative of Christ, it is probably wise for you not to make claims about it because you're pulling Jesus into your thing. Mm-hmm. And you don't know that Jesus thinks that the that COVID is just a bad flu. And you don't know that Jesus, you know, when you're bringing him in you're, you're, to, his, to your thing and you're bringing him into an area where you really don't have expertise. I'm not an epidemiologist. I am a data analyst, so I, I can read the data, but I don't know the epidemiology. So you've never heard me say, Hey, you sh- you need to go out and get the vaccine. Um, so uh, I ha- I have done some journalism where people have talked about things like, well, does the vaccine have aborted fetal tissue in it, and therefore you can't have it? And I fact check some of that stuff, and it doesn't check out. Uh, so I can you know I can check. I talked to Pfizer. I looked at some of that research research, uh, including even some of the research by people who are who are making the claims. Um, and it's not true. Um, but beyond that, I'm not going to say much and it's okay to not say much. The problem is it's really hard to build audience. It's easy to build audience with this stuff. There is an insatiable, insatiable demand among a large swath of Christians for material, which says the vaccine is bad, which exaggerates it's, um, it's riskiness and which says that COVID isn't very bad. Um, and, if we feed that rather than saying, is it true? And before you say, is it true? The question is, how would I know whether what I'm about to say is true or not? How, by what standard am I judging that? And if you can't answer, 
I have a good reason to know that it's true, um, then you really shouldn't say anything about it, except maybe privately, like in talking with your family and making these decisions. Mm-hmm. That's Jerry Boyer, host of the new podcast, Meeting of the Minds. Also, I want to recommend his book, The Maker versus the Takers. We need to take another break. When we come back, Jerry, I want to uh, run past you some of the quotes that Marcus Lamb's wife uh, put out after his death about what protocol should be and uh, what she was advising their church or their flock to follow. So we'll talk about that next. It's Thursday from the ride home. 101.5 WORD. In poverty-stricken Ethiopia, children are suffering from severe acute malnutrition. They're starving and dying. But our ministry partners at Save the Children are there to help. Your $60 one-time gift can provide the ready-to-use therapeutic food, the emergency nutrition and medication to bring a child back from the brink of death. Every little bit you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836. You can give online at wordfm.com, keyword, save the children. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, Q. QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffitt forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Friday, December 3rd at 7 p.m., Memorial Park Church presents singer-songwriter Sandra McCracken. Sandra McCracken in a Christmas benefit concert to support the work of Nations in Sierra Leone. The concert is free. A goodwill offering will be taken. Get your free tickets now at edunations.org. Sandra McCracken, 7 p.m. December 3rd. RSVP at edunations.org. Sponsored by Amp Solutions. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. I think three years ago, if someone said, what do you think will ultimately divide the church, turn brother against brother, and question Christ in our lives, especially in the church community? 
I think the, we would be hard pressed to think, well, virus is going to do that, and the <laughs> politics that go along with the virus. But that's exactly what's happened two years into this. Jerry Boyer is with us. Jerry's uh, got a, a podcast and a brand new book. We'll talk about that as well. But Jerry, in our last segment, you talked about uh, the head of Daystar and his untimely death and his yeah. advocacy of. Uh, unusual methods to look at the virus right he basically saying that the vaccine was you know people should not be getting it that it was untenable that it was dangerous all those sorts of things and he had a platform and like we have a platform we've been very very careful about trying to walk a, a very thin line here to give information at the same time appeasing people who don't want the information who are who think otherwise and- that who are not exactly where we are and how about dealing with data when it comes in? And that, that brings me to the question I wanted to ask you, Jerry, which is that shortly after um, Marcus Lamb's passing, uh, in a, a press release, his wife, who was also part of the Daystar Television Network, talked about his death and said that he had advocated all sorts of um, – uh, extra clinical interventions for people who got COVID. So instead of going to the hospital and being treated by traditional medicine, Marcus Lamb and his team was advocating for, you know, ivermectin or, you know, whatever else he, he was advocating. Anyway, after his death, his wife said, you know, I can't understand what happened. You know, I followed those procedures and I sailed through COVID and he used those procedures and he passed away. But all I can tell you for sure, all of you that are asking is we're still absolutely advocating those procedures. I, I don't understand that. I mean, something, some, you would think that something that big would cause people to take a beat. Reevaluate. And think, right? So what would be wrong with saying... No one's allowed, no one feels like they're allowed to say I don't know. Or I or I, I was like the only was, thing or you can or it might have been you wrong can't about say it. I don't know. <laughs> they should they I, shouldn't she be saying I don't know? Shouldn't she be saying something? Well, I don't want to talk about a widow, but um yes. But at the I same mean, time suffering. Jerry, but you know what I mean? Whenever we heard about Omicron, everybody you got what are you kidding me? And now all of a sudden the markets are reacting crazy. We're b- masking up in elementary schools again. We're like all rushing towards something that I don't know. Uh, you can understand yes. why people were like, you know, right. this is not. Some, some people have pointed out in, in the Greek alphabet, the yeah. letter before yeah. Omicron is G. Yeah. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, iota, capital, lambda, mu, mu, G, Omicron. It's like, hey, maybe you should have called it G. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been a little more accurate. Yes. Uh, because, you know, one conspiracy theory I am somewhat sympathetic to is that there is a viral lab in Wuhan. I agree. Right. That's a pretty big screaming coincidence if that yeah. viral lab had nothing to do with it. Now, I don't know. But I think there's evidence on both sides. Yes. Um, I think what's happening is people are essentially demanding that their leaders lead them in the direction that they're demanding them to lead them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, people are, are saying to leaders, not what should I do, but tell me what I want to hear or else. And so this is a real trying time for Christian leaders. Because a Christian leader who's going to stop and say, I don't, I'm not going to lead you there because I don't think it's right, um, is going to get scapegoated. And so that's a test. Or even a Christian leader who humbly says, I'm not an epidemiologist, I don't know, uh, someone like that is going to lose market share to people who were confidently come forward. New careers have been built on this. Yes. People who were unknown, fourth-rate bloggers now have huge followings. Because that what they do is they take the, the, the position like the other position, 
And I've asked some of them. They'll say, well, here's a study that says such and such. And I'll tweet back and say, well, I read the study. What do you think about this part of the study? And they don't respond because that's not how you, you don't, nuance doesn't get you there. There is an appetite. There is a market for things that say COVID is not really very bad. Maybe it's a hoax. Maybe it's made up. Um, and the vaccine is a bioweapon or the mark of the beast, et cetera. Now, to be fair, there was there are huge exaggerations by the public health authorities. And I did write about that, you know, as this was coming out, not because I was an epidemiologist, but I could just recognize math mistakes. There were some huge math mistakes from some of the earlier projections from like Imperial College talking about 200 million dead based on basic, you know, botched mathematics. And it's like that, look, this is dodgy math. I wrote an article called Dodgy Math. So they exaggerated things and they exaggerate the danger. And so what do we do? Mm -hmm. We respond with a desire to under-exaggerate the danger rather than the plumb line. And the plumb line is truth. And that's the church's job to be a place of truth. But if we're divided along the same lines, then we can't be a place of truth. So you say, how could who could have predicted that the virus would have been what we're divided about? I think I would say, given where the church was going and the lack of intellectual preparation and spiritual grounding, you couldn't have guessed what it would have been, except you could have said it could have been anything. Something was coming. Right. Anything could have divided us this way because we were easily dividable because we didn't have a mutually respectful process with each other and we didn't make truth the pole star. We have a marketing hype celebrity driven system. And in that situation, hucksters and hypesters are going to come to the fore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so here's where we are. I mean, this is, this is uh, here's this word which I despise. It is unprecedented, right? I mean, we're living in a time right now where denominations, friendships, I mean, long-standing institutions are crumbling around half truths and out-and-out falsehoods. And that's why, because it's so unprecedented, though. In my mind, we should be even more eager to say, I don't know, to have open ears, to be trying to understand processes that are new to us, to try to come to grips with, you know, public policy, um, things that are maybe outside what we might have considered before. This is the time to be to be listening. And I, I, I'm just continually shocked by the amount of yapping that's gone on with people that don't know what they're talking about. Yes. And. Are they even asking whether they know what they talk? Is, does, is, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, do I know what I'm talking about? Is that even a relevant question when you're trying to build a Twitter following? Um, because what we're learning is that one of the fastest ways to build a public following is by being reacted to, not by being yes. agreed with, but by being reacted to. And so one of the quick ways um, to get prominence to build your following is to troll and say outlandish things and have people from the other side react to you negatively because a lot of these algorithms don't make a distinction between negative and positive reactions. Mm -hmm. So you build your fame on being hated. And if you build your fame on being hated, you learn the skill of provoking people. Um, And then those become the people who show up in our feed. And that's not healthy. And And if you can't handle it, cancel your account. Right. I mean, God, God, Jesus says, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Uh, I think it's hyperbole, but uh, you, because that's a lot to pluck out your eye or cut off your hand. But if you can't handle Twitter or Fox News or Facebook, pluck out your account uh, because peace uh, and unity with your brothers and sisters is more important than feeding that addiction. Right. Yep. So none of us could have imagined the road we have been on. 
and I can't imagine what the future may hold. We may be doing this perpetually. I do believe in many ways the church is going to be long-term damaged by this, don't you think? Yes, I think the church will be long-term damaged, but I think something else in addition to that. There will be people of goodwill and integrity who will hold on through this process, who will stand firm. You know, the reading in the lectionary last week was Jesus in the Olivet Discourse talking about the destruction of Jerusalem. He said, stand firm. The days will be shortened. And uh, we're in a situation like that. If you read Jesus, the Gospels, then the book of James, then Josephus, we see the end of Israel, the, the end of Jerusalem, then later the end of the Jewish nation. And the dynamics are very similar. And so there are times when some people feel like I am alone. There's the crazy Pharisees are fighting the crazy Sadducees or the Pharisees are fighting each other and different, you know, and it's all this exploding violence. And James is saying, just stay out of that. Jesus says, you're going to hear about wars and rumors of wars. That's not your job. That's not your thing. You're about the kingdom. And so what happened as things got worse in Jerusalem, Christians hung on to one another. There were conflicts, you know, the circumcision party. And, and Paul dealt with that, but there was a core, a small core of Christians who held fast to Christ and held fast to one another. And when the whole thing got so violent that it all tore apart, there was some little nub left that could be which, around which was built Christian civilization. And now there's a billion and a half of us, mm-hmm. but there's a billion and a half of us now because a few thousand didn't give themselves over to any of the ideologies or violent factions of the day, but held fast to Christ and to each other. I'll take that. I will be a holy and humble nub. <laughs> That's not such a bad thing. Jesse. Sometimes I it's like just it. a little nub. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? I like it. Very nice, Jerry. Jerry, before you leave us, tell us about the podcast. Uh, the podcast is uh, Meeting of Minds with uh, Jerry Boyer, and I guess it's a little nub where we where we try to meet minds and find common ground and pursue truth above all um even with people that we disagree fabulous i love it oh this is the ride home with john and kathy where we salute the nub yes we do and we try to be a nub as well (laughs) that's jerry boyer thank you jerry Jerry, always a pleasure good to hear your wisdom god bless you Mm -hmm. we'll take a quick break come back we're just getting underway with the uh, four o'clock hour much more ahead during the five o'clock hour a stealer land grab i'm not too sure about that national drop in gas prices and sadly it skipped here all right Christmas at the Spring House in 84 means lots of activities. Although we don't look like elves, we certainly feel like Santa's helpers as we go about our daily chores. In the bake shop, we're making pie dough and pie fillings from scratch to produce the best homemade pies you've ever tasted. The favorites are raspberry, apple crumb, caramel walnut, pumpkin, and sour cherry. And we're also doing all kinds of breads and cookies for gifts or just for good eating. In the basket-making area, we're putting together wonderful country gift baskets just popping full and topped with beautiful bows. We like to say they're no fluff. They're just filled with good stuff. In the smokehouse, we're smoking round the clock our own hickory smoked hams, turkeys, and even salmon. And I almost forgot we're also making our own eggnog with fresh milk from our own cows, and it's wonderful. Throughout the Springhouse store, we're filled with country gifts that will delight the young and the young at heart. Come to the Springhouse in 84 for an old-fashioned Christmas. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism. 
which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our Work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. Visit Salem.cc to apply. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Is something missing in your life? There might just be an empty space that only Jesus Christ can fill. Join us for what God is doing at First Presbyterian Church at Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. By the way, getting here for Sunday worship at 1045 isn't so hard. Parking is available at the Mellon Square Garage or the garages on Oliver Avenue behind the church. Come for worship, then stay and get to know downtown. God has blessed us to bless this great city. I think it was last week that uh, the president, President Biden, said he was going to release some national gas reserves in the hopes of driving down gas prices. Now, we talked to a guest, was that last week, who said um, the total reserves that were released equaled about two and a half days of usage nationwide. So, not much. Right. Uh, I'm looking at an article today from the Trib looking at Western Pennsylvania gas prices. Of course, you know this if you're driving. Um, gas prices are running about three fifty five, which is a dollar two more than this time last year per gallon. A dollar two. Wow. I mean, that's a gigantic change. Right. Now, the weird thing is, uh, in looking at this this article, that analysts, this is so weird, um, with, quote, AAA analyst says this. Quote, with little known about the new variant, it's unclear at this point what long-term impact it may have on crude prices. What? So now we're tracking new variants that have sickened that X tiny number of people, and that's... Going to affect... The oil markets. That's how we're now looking at economics. Look, uh, I, I thought I thought the prices were going to come down. Apparently, they have come down in other parts of the country, but, but not here. Pittsburgh being Pittsburgh, and taxes and being taxes, taxes in Pennsylvania, we're not getting a break. Right. I mean, I I fill up. You know, what are you filling up? What's it? Sixty bucks? Yeah, sixty dollars. Yeah. What the heck. I know. I mean, I can ride my bike, especially since it's winter and you can't ride your bike. I'd be all sweaty I mean, when I get could. here anyway. I'd love to see that. <laughs> is it changing what you're doing? Not really, because no. I wasn't going out much anyway. Exactly. Well, yeah, and I'm not. I want to stay home. Here's what the thing, doing? though. I, I took a I took a trip to the other side of the state a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, I did the same thing. And I'm going to take another trip to the other side of the state for Christmas. It's expensive. It is going to be expensive, but I don't think it's going to change. But you know, here's what I noticed when I got to the other side of the state. Man, our hotel price is high. Are they really? Holy! Really? Tell me. 
You Cal. stayed. Where'd you stay? Uh, we stayed in Lancaster, PA, which is. Oh, you uh, know it well because right. you've been had family there. Right. It's typically, around, what did you think you spent? Um, typically, I'd spend one hundred and fifty dollars a night. Okay. Um, it's about two thirty, two forty, same room. Mm. I mean, it's a gigantic increase. Mm-hmm. Everything, right? Everything's jumping on it, right? I've been worried about that. I mean, I need to go out and buy salt tomorrow. Oh no! My salt from my driveway. John lives at the at, on the top of a hill, and so when he says he's going to buy salt, he's not going to buy like a five pound bag. No, I buy hun- I generally annually use hundreds and hundreds of pounds of salt. Now, a good a good year, four bucks a bag or something like that. I can't imagine what I'm going to pay. I'm going to walk in there and see my salt guy. Hey, buddy, what do you got? Look out! Not good news for salt or for gas or for the price of anything for that matter. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The United Nations headquarters in New York City had been locked down for several hours after a man was seen pacing outside of one of its main gates with what police said appeared to be a shotgun. Negotiators speaking to the man who appeared to be in his 60s. Police say the man was first spotted around 10.30 a.m. on the east side of 42nd and 1st Avenue. House and Senate leaders announcing they've reached a deal on a bill to fund the government into mid-February, opening the door for lawmakers who narrowly avoid a shutdown entering this weekend. The new funding proposal, known as a continuing resolution, covers federal operations into February 18th, at which point lawmakers must either adopt another short-term deal or complete their work on roughly a dozen long-term appropriations bills that fund the government for the remainder of the 2022 fiscal year. Correspondent Bernie Bennett reporting. The Dow ahead 649 points, and the NASDAQ is up 104. This is SRN News. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Jack Dorsey has announced the end of his second tenure as CEO of Twitter, saying there aren't many founders that choose their own company over their ego, which, of course, is a claim dripping with ego. But his self-praise is not well-deserved. Dorsey has presided over a series of unforced errors at Twitter, including a pattern of political bias that has put the company and even the industry at risk of severe political and regulatory backlash. Dorsey was understandably under pressure from shareholders to resign, partly due to his tarnishing of the brand, but also to the fact that he seemed to neglect his job responsibilities in favor of various personal distractions. Shareholders want a CEO who puts their interests ahead of his hobbies. Dorsey, like the tweets over which he presided, suffers from too much of a character limit. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy for those considering careers in politics and policy. Christmas is coming. We need to buy a friend, Sue. Uncle Jimmy. Uncle Sal. For Mom and Dad. Mom's dog, Chewbacca. I want some Legos. Cindy's teachers. Pastor. Grandma wants a VCR machine. VCR? Legos! We need three hands. Two turkeys. Christmas bulbs. Wrapping paper. I want Legos! And Legos. If you're worried that holiday spending is going to deck your halls, there is something to consider. Maybe never in the history of time have we had a moment where home values have skyrocketed this much while interest rates have dropped this much. And what that has brought into play is the cash out refinance loan. We've had so many listeners this year take advantage of this moment by cashing out a chunk of that newfound equity or money in their homes and at the same time even lower their monthly payment or years on their loan. It's a very unique 
current opportunity. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. I'm listener 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License Number 22672. As the challenges of the pandemic continue, families living in poverty are facing fears. They're afraid of hunger. They're afraid of eviction. But they're not afraid of hard work. When two jobs aren't enough, they find a way to keep going for their families. But when you give to the Salvation Army Western PA, you help their hopes outpace their fears. Your donation to the Salvation Army Western PA Red Kettle Campaign helps local, hardworking families fend off homelessness. Keep hope marching on. Give today at SalvationArmyWPA.org slash hope marches on. With today's technology, anyone can take a video. But getting it ready for prime time, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great-looking videos for your social media, podcasts, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. It'll be breezy this evening. Otherwise, we'll see mainly cloudy skies tonight, low 34. Tomorrow will be cooler with considerable clouds. Tomorrow's high, 42. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies with a low of 32. Times of clouds and sunshine for Saturday. Saturday will reach a high of 46. Some sunshine Sunday, then turning cloudy with a passing shower and a high of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, greetings. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today, the Thursday edition. How's the week been for you? Well, I was sick for the early portion oh, of it, right. so the end of the week is seeming a whole lot better than the beginning. Don't you like it when you're like you're sick, and then you recover, and everything, in some ways, sort of feels fresh again? Does it, do you get that? Well... I had that exact feeling last night. Yeah. And so you know what I had? Two pieces of pumpkin pie. Two? Mm Mm-hmm. You're pushing it. You've just been sick, and all of a sudden you're pushing it. Like, Listen, what are that you're supposed you to b- encourage me. You're not supposed to, like, bring the hammer. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, don't you want to be gentle with yourself? No, I, was, sickness? Just, I was there. <gasps> I just felt like I wanted to get back at it. I did. <laughs> get back at it. Did you have pumpkin pie? Oh, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Christy? Delish. No. What? I don't think anybody For made Thanksgiving? It. Yeah, nobody made it. Really? It was a small Thanksgiving this year. Okay. What did you have instead? Uh, um, no pie. No, no, no. It's not really pie. It was strawberry pretzel jello salad. Wait. Which is delicious. Right? Did you have the pumpkin roll, too? Oh, and the there pumpkin you go. roll. Her mom, Christy's mom, homemade. <gasps> no. How do you make your own pumpkin roll? I don't know, but I, I think I was supposed to bring some in for you guys, and that didn't happen. <laughs> Oh, why, why is so that? Did Christ- you eat it instead? Sounds like Christie's mom. You ate it instead. Disappointed. Oh, t- oh, Christie. This is Christie's mom. That is, Listen, you know, curb what? your daughter. I mean, what the heck? Doesn't that make you sad, John? Jeez. Just hearing this. That what? Really- you know, it's kind of like what we could have had. Here's the deal. I'm booking Christie's mom as a guest. Great. Mm-hmm. I am with a pumpkin bring- roll. Her- <laughs> What'd you have for dessert on Thanksgiving? Everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, Lady Locks. Lady Locks? Mm-hmm. That's not a traditional Thanksgiving dessert. It is in our family. Okay. Um, what are the little uh, cookies with the uh, almond or the... Um... Oh, with the powdered sugar on the outside? Yeah. Oh, I love those. Well, you I know what I mean? You know those ones They're that... kind of folded over with the little two ends that, you know... 
Yeah, they're good. Mm, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I had about, you know, because yeah, then you're sitting there having coffee, having a good conversation, yada, yada. And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm popping them in my mouth like mm-hmm. they're like a, it's like it's a sixlet. A bump, a bump, <laughs> a bump, a bump. I had, I had uh, apple pie okay. and pumpkin pie. Okay. Now I'll say this, and I'm not going to throw any family member on the bus, but uh, but the pumpkin pie was store-bought. It's not the same. No. Now my wife, here's the benefit, my wife being the fabulous cook that she is, was like, you know what, I think I'll make us our own pumpkin pie. Like, Great. Are you kidding me? And of course you have Married to make two, up. because when you buy the pumpkin, it makes two pies. I didn't know that. All the better. See, I'm just getting better by the minute there. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. Anyway, you were sick, though, so you didn't have a whole lot of dessert. I was sick. I was, but I have like the, lettuce on, on Thanksgiving. No, no, no. I ate Some a lot on Thanksgiving. It was the day after that I got really sick, so it was okay. because of what you I ate on Thanksgiving. Fine. No, 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 no. I mean, with the respiratory thing, I was the day after Thanksgiving. I was fine with what I ate. It okay. was, but now I'm I'm really hitting the pumpkin pie hard. Hitting it. Hit I feel, that pumpkin. I feel good about it. Uh, yeah, I sent you the. Uh, um, we had a conversation about this at, at the dinner. I sent you a photograph of our pumpkin pie with a tub of Cool Whip, which is the only way to have it. Nope, a consensus in the whole family. Is bring on the ready whip. No way. Ready whip is a sad substitute. You need the tang of the cool whip. You need it. It's the artificiality is what kills no, you. No, I, I, you're right. It is so artificial. You'll be lying on your deathbed going, I wish I'd have had real Okay, first cream. of all, how natural is ready whip? I, what do you mean? It gets, yeah, no. Look at the ingredients. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's probably a fake is like the, the gas that goes into the pumping out of the can. That's, that's probably actually the only part that's... Real? I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. I told you when my, my first job, I worked as a, a busboy at Polize, and uh, you know the busboy is sort of like the you know the kitchen guy. Go run down in there and run down. And, you know, I'd run into the the big walk-in freezer or the walk-in refrigerator. They you know a big of those. As soon as I walk in there, I'd grab a thing of ready whip and open up and squirt it in my mouth. That's gross. <sighs> and then run upstairs with you know ready whip in your mouth. You know I was sixteen, but I thought to me that was like mm-hmm. the height of my my career. I should bring some Ready Whip into the studio. Okay, you ready? We should do it here. This is what's in Ready Whip. Milk, non-fat. Good. Cream. Yep. Sugar. Yep. Corn syrup. Maltodextrin. Okay, now wait. Now just give me the first three things. You're good to go. Non-fat milk, non-fat milk, cream, and sugar. There you go. Now, okay, but well, you can't the ignore three... the other ones. No, no. But give me the because they're they're making up you know 98 percent of the of the product. But give me the first three ingredients of of, of Cool Whip, and you can't pronounce it. Water. What, what? I can I can pronounce water, hydrogenated Bingo. vegetable oil, Bingo. and high fructose corn syrup. See, you know it's junk. <laughs> At least I'm getting cream okay, and well, milk. Okay, but you're also getting maltodextrin, inulin, which I've never heard of, cellulose, mono and diglycerides, polysorbate 80, and artificial colors. That's what you're getting. On the couch at night, I wish I had some of that modest. <laughs> exactly. Although I'm able to get xanthan and guar gum, which mm. you were... No. Resistant to anyway, and uh, some sorbitan monosterate. Oh if I was like, I don't think you know, either one of them are very good for us. If you were like a billionaire, you know, you just have like a refrigerator filled with Ready Whip. You just got, I got the Ready Whip fridge. Just like at three a.m., you go down there and go, feel good about yourself, and then go back to bed. If you were like a super wealthy billionaire, but not if you were just a millionaire, you had to be a billionaire to do that. <laughs> I really like Cool Whip, you guys. I'm sorry for you. All right. 
Speaking of Cool Whip and biochemistry, yeah. we're going to take a break. When we come back, Sigart's uh, going to be with us. He is a biochemist. I'm going to ask him about oh, Cool Whip. Oh, you should. I am. Perfect person to ask. He's actually wants to talk about agency and biology, but I'm going to subvert things a little bit and ask about my pumpkin pie topping. That's I mean, it's our show. We can do it. It's Thursday. It's right home. 101.5 WORD. God bless us, everyone. What's the biggest blessing you can imagine this Christmas season? How about having your mortgage or rent paid for 2022? It's possible when you enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. To our Merry Christmas. God bless us. God bless us. Enter now at wordfm.com. Brought to you by Robin Jones, Swickley Realtor, and Trinity Jewelers. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. Joyo Noel, Feliz Navidad, Merry Christmas. Beginning November 15th, Museum of the Bible will be celebrating many names of one meaning, an international Christmas celebration for the whole family. Enjoy stunning light sculptures, a special exhibition of Maltese nativities, a Christmas market, warm drinks, sweet treats, and live music performances. Museum of the Bible, celebrating Christmas. It's many names, it's many traditions, and it's one meaning. Join the celebration. Visit museumofthebible.org. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. Visit Salem.cc to apply. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. our science section here today. Cy Gard is with us. Cy is a regular guest on our show. He's a biochemist. He's taught at NYU, University of Pittsburgh, Rutgers, the author of The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. And Cy, it is always a pleasure. Welcome back. Good to see you. Great to be here. <clears throat> How are you guys doing? We're well. We're well. Thank you, Cy. We were just talking about Thanksgiving and uh, we're talking about the uh, biochemistry of Cool Whip versus Ready Whip. Do you have any preference there? Dr. Gart? Cy, we're counting on you. 
I, I did actually hear some of that, and I have to. I'm sorry, Kathy, but I have to take John's side on this. Side. Boom. Thank you, side. Because it's just it's what, better. Is, is that because is that because of the chemistry of the product, or because of of your taste buds? Well, no, no, no. I I find them equal, but uh, you know what what John said is right. The first few things that you see, they're listed in order of. Of quantity and uh, some of the things I heard on your side, Kathy. I forgot which product it was. I didn't. Cool like, whip. It's so. not good. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll be honest with you. I, I know yeah. it. It's right. not good. Her tongue is black. It's, it's like. Ugh. Sorry about it's, that. My tongue isn't black, but, but my spirit is sad at this point. Go on. <laughs> sigh. I was hoping I could come down neutral, but no. no yeah, I know you. That's okay. I asked for the science and I got it. You landed on the science, you and it's it. not faulty science, sigh. So that's why you're here. Thank you so much. Okay, sigh. Uh, agency in biology. What the heck is that? Well, it's something I'm very interested in these days. Um, actually doing some research on it and it's very interesting theologically as well let me let me first of all define what i mean by agency okay good uh it's not like the cia or travel agency or something an agent agency means that an entity is an agent and that means that something makes decisions and does things for example we are agents we mostly we're free agents. We decide what we want to do and we do it. Mm. Uh, but so are many animals. I mean, uh, you know, a squirrel decides to uh, drop a nut on my head, which happens frequently uh, these days. Uh, that's that's an agent acting. We don't consider inanimate things to be agents. Uh, molecules and objects just follow the laws of physics. They don't have any agency. They can't decide what they're going to do. Uh, They follow, you know, a planet follows gravity. Uh, Particles follow the laws of physics, uh, thermodynamics and quantum physics and all these other laws. They have no agency. And what has happened in biology is that many people uh, came to the conclusion that until animals and life had brains, they were not agents either. So in other words, everything that bacteria, uh, simple organisms, plants, trees did just followed laws and they couldn't make any decisions. They couldn't decide what to do. But that idea has come into question because, for example, bacteria do amazing things that make people think, not everyone, but some biologists think that actually there is agency even in the simplest kinds of life forms. Now, of course, we also, as Christians, we also believe that agency began with God. God is the agent who created the universe. God is an agent who answers prayers. Now, how does that translate into biology? Well, we don't know, but what is interesting is is that if we look, as I start to say, into things like bacteria, I'll just give you a couple of examples to show what I mean. If you have a group of bacteria that are living together, say in the ground or or in, in some water or something, and they're dispersed, they just act as individual cells. But if a threat comes, if some other organisms that eat bacteria get close to them, they tend to clump together as a group And in some cases, there are certain species of bacteria that once they realize that they're all together at once, 
they will each one will release a tiny amount of toxin. But since they're together in a group, the total amount of toxin is quite high and it kills the predator who's about to invade them. So the bacteria are actually communicating with each other and saying, hey, guys, we're in trouble. Let's defend ourselves all together and we'll get rid of this problem. Even more astonishing is very strong evidence that when bacteria are put in a harmful situation, let's say they, they're exposed to an antibiotic, which for them is a poison, or they run out of food to eat, they have no more food, they can actually hypermutate, in other words, cause a great deal of mutation in certain parts of their genomes for a short period of time. And what that does is that increases the mutation rate and increases the chances that a good mutation will occur that will allow them to escape the stress. Hmm. This has been documented. Wow. And this is what I'm studying. So it looks like agency is in all of life from the simplest creatures all the way, of course, up to us. And that, I think, has theological implications. That's fascinating. Because it suggests that where did this agency come from? Okay, where did it, how did bacteria get to do this? How did plant, plants communicate through roots? How did all this happen? Why did it happen? And that makes us think about the original agent who I like to call the divine designer, otherwise known as God. Agency has been instilled into every living creature. And of course, in our case, made in the image of God, it's at its peak. And I'll stop talking now. That's excellent. That's that's Dr. Cy Gart. He's a biochemist who's taught um, right here at the University of Pittsburgh at NYU and at Rutgers. Um, So let me ask you why you think that agency in creatures um, mandates or implicates a creator? Why couldn't that evolve? Yeah, that's a great question, Kathy. And and I think we did evolve. uh, And we probably evolved to have this kind of agency. But if we go back to the beginning of life, and we're talking about very simple organisms, how do you get, how do you evolve to that? How do you evolve free will? (laughs) I mean, Mm. It's easy to think of evolution as following very specific laws, okay, laws of physics, laws of chemistry. It's very difficult to even to understand how we could have evolved, we meaning life, uh, this ability to communicate, to make decisions, to act in our own best interest. Yes, a lot of that can be explained by evolution, but then we have to we have to still explain how did evolution come about. And when we get to the human level, human beings, we have to ask the question, is it really true that we have free will? Now, there are some atheist philosophers who say we don't have free will. In fact, there's no agency anywhere in life. Every living creature, including you and I, simply act according to chemistry and physics. So, if we decide to do something, that's an illusion. We're actually doing it because there are these chemical impulses that go to our brain and make us decide to do something. Uh, and they, they don't want to accept the idea of will or agency in any living creature, even human beings. Mm-hmm. 
I, I'm going the extreme in the other way. Now, am I sure about this? No. And I, I wouldn't say that agency is proof of God, proof of a creator. But the, the fact that agency is in all of life, yeah. that all of life can make decisions, to me, sounds like uh, there's something divine behind that. <laughs> so, Cy, as a biochemist... When you walk in the material world, the natural world, say you're walking, taking a hike in the forest, I mean, yeah. there you are. You're surrounded by the glory of God's creation and the agency that's in that. Right. I mean, what are you thinking about as you do that? That's great, John. Yes, that's what I think about. I, I, in fact, my wife and I take walks almost every day in woods near us, and we, we did it today. Uh, and, you know... I look at nature and I, this time of year, I see beautiful leaves uh, <laughs> on the ground and falling from the trees. And, and I think about, well, how did this happen? How did the, I, and I know the answer. I know how the leaves, you know, lost their green and became other colors. I know where the green comes from in the leaves. Uh, and I also know recently I've learned that all those trees, they're in communication with each other. Hmm. It's amazing. They they actually send chemical signals through their roots to inform other trees of their own status. So, you know, th this time of year, we're thinking about Christmas trees, right? Yeah. And, and I'm a little nervous about the idea of somebody knocking down a Christmas tree because, you know, it, we, we don't think of them as alive. They are they're alive, alive yeah. and they're communicative. Yeah, as I, are many plants. We go out every year so to a. It, it's astonishing. It is astonishing. So we go out every year to decide to a Christmas tree farm, you know, and take a saw and walk in the woods and cut it down. I love it, but I also feel bad about it as well, right? Because you know yeah. the the trees sacrificing their lives, his life for you know our you know short temporary month long enjoyment. And I, I you know, not that I'm being a tree hugger here, but you can't not ignore that. I, I'm exactly with you. I'm not a tree hugger. I don't go. I don't go for this worshiping nature. To me, nature is God's creation, and I worship the Creator, not yeah. the creation. However, I agree with you. Uh, seeing a tree cut down gives me a pain, and I, and I think that's natural because deep down inside, we know that all of life is holy in this way. I'm into that. Now, so I don't want to put you on the spot here, but you know, it's interesting. That, you know, the subject that you bring up about agency in the world. And right now, you know, the Supreme Court is wrestling with this, right? This has been ongoing on for decades. Roe v. Wade and the viability of a fetus at 15 weeks as opposed to whatever. I mean, it's become a very deeply political issue. But as a biochemist, and I'm sure especially as a former atheist, you had many thoughts about, about this along your faith journey. Oh, my goodness. I've had so many thoughts about this, and I've heard so many people speak about it, that I actually don't have anything valuable to say mm. i just it's it's a very difficult issue yes. and um as many people have said it has become really highly political and i try to stay away from that whenever i can i didn't mean to put uh, you on the spot yeah but i it, no that's all right but I, I i i mean i i i do think that people like john roberts you know the the, the head of the supreme court the chief justice sorry is a very I actually met him at one point, uh, and he is an extremely thoughtful, uh, careful person. And I think all, all the justices are. I, I don't. I don't have anything against any of them, and I think they're all 
people that we have to put our faith in and trust in and and uh, we'll do something that let's pray will will end up being the right decision the right the good for the country yes, the agency of life on trial biochemist yes. dr Sai gart is with us aside before you leave us tell us about your book the works of his hands yeah we haven't talked about that we much, haven't have we? <laughs> well um I wrote it over a period of years. Uh, when I retired, I was able to finish it and, and get it edited and um, was fortunate enough to find a, a literary agent and a Kriegel uh, Publications published it in 2019. Mm-hmm. It's uh, partially about science. I would say half of it uh, is I discuss things about science that people are not aware of. Like uh, there's a chapter about uh, science surprises and so many things we've learned about science that we didn't expect. Uh, I talk about the things in science that made me question my purely materialistic, atheistic view, worldview. And I explain how that affected me. And then there's also a personal aspect to the book, which really details my journey to faith. There's one chapter in particular where I discuss uh, dreams that I had, going to church for the first time, reading the Gospels for the first time, and then some very, very uh, deep experiences with the Holy Spirit, the key one of which was on my way driving home to Pittsburgh from New York, where I, I'm still living in Pittsburgh at that time, and uh, and that made me a, a Christian. I pulled over after this experience, uh, directly touched by the Holy Spirit, and I, I basically said, I believe, uh, and that was it. Fabulous. And I've never gone back. So uh, the book that details all of that, there's a couple of chapters on evolution and why I think evolution is true and why I do not think it is anti-biblical or anti-Christian in any way. Uh, and um, about the origins of life, the origin of the universe, the origin of, of uh, human beings, of consciousness, all of which I think were god design miracles. Uh, So it covers a lot of ground. And uh, the the basic idea is that science did not actually turn me into a Christian, but it broke down the barriers that I had against Mm. the idea of God and the idea of religion. And once those barriers were broken and I was open to the, to the, to the influence of Jesus and the Holy spirit, um, he came, I mean, (laughs) and, and I, I tell this to atheists now when I'm when I'm online, when I'm, they say to me, why don't I hear from God? He could easily show me he exists. And I say, well, he's already shown all of us he exists by coming to Earth and, and saying, here I am. <laughs> and let me tell you what how you should live. But if you haven't experienced it yet, all I can say is open your mind the way I did and just let it come and accept it as a gift. Mm. Just don't worry about it. Don't be afraid of it. Faith is a gift, and it's given freely, and it costs nothing. I'm into that. Sai, it's always a pleasure. We appreciate your experience, uh, your scientific background, and, of course, your statement of faith. Always good to have you with us here. Thank you, John. Bye, Sai. Sai Gart. Bye, Kathy. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. 
We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffitt forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. When kids need medical care, they will often face stressful and life-changing experiences. They miss out on the things that make being a kid fun. Starlight Children's Foundation has delivered happiness to 17 million seriously ill kids and their families at more than 800 children's hospitals and healthcare facilities. Our programs entertain and inspire hospitalized kids. Learn more at starlight.org. That's starlight.org. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Each year, thousands of women are enslaved and sold like property in the U.S. And Pittsburgh ranks among the top 10 cities for human trafficking. But that's about to change. Thanks to Refuge for Women, the nation's largest nonprofit faith-based organization of its kind, providing safe housing and specialized long-term care free of charge to women escaping this criminal industry. An expensive undertaking, one that deserves our support. Learn how you can help at refugeforwomen.org slash Pittsburgh. It'll be breezy this evening. Otherwise, we'll see mainly cloudy skies tonight, low 34. Tomorrow will be cooler with considerable clouds. Tomorrow's high, 42. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies with a low of 32. Times of clouds and sunshine for Saturday. Saturday will reach a high of 46. Some sunshine Sunday, then turning cloudy with a passing shower and a high of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This makes sense. Hello. I didn't have my headset. Hello. <laughs> Does what make sense? Perfume. Perfume makes perfect sense. 
tell me about that. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's just fascinating that somewhere along the line, you know, someone interested in scent <laughs> sat in a room <laughs> and had different oils and mm-hmm. mixes. I don't even know, you know, what the correct terminology is, and devised something that was beautiful smelling. That was ethereal, that was lifted, that made you smell good, and then by doing so, made you feel better about yourself, and those around you appreciated it too. I just love the idea of it. Now, it comes with a lot of fraught territory. Okay. Sometimes many people wear way too much. Sure. Some of us tested on animals, which is absurd and can't be tolerated. Right. I agree with that. The, last the thing ethics an of it 100%. Needs. I think guys have to be particularly careful about their choice and use of scent. Because sometimes that gets a little carried away. A little too much. But overall, generally, I find it fascinating. I think perfume makes perfect sense. Wow. Boy, that was an endorsement. Yes. Do you think it makes sense? I agree with you, John. I think it also does make sense. You know why? Hmm. Because humans smell bad. Yeah, they'd be kind of stinky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much all I need to say. I think things right. that make us smell better can be nothing but helpful. Right. We should rejoice in them. Right. Now, I appreciate you. Now, you're careful about your scent because here we're like in this like, I try box. not. Right. Because we're very, very close right. to each other. So, you know. But, I mean, see me on a Saturday, man. It's oh, no holds like a, barred. A scent parade. People. All right. Does this make sense? This might be controversial, and I'm sorry. Buttons on your fly. Oh, button fly jeans? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we were out shopping for jeans the other day, and nice this pair of jeans. Deep controversy on today's ride. Huh? Nice pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. It had but- I'm like, I'm not going there. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Especially when, like, they're brand new. They're, like, rigid. And, like, then you got to, like, finagle each one mm-hmm. instead of using your zipper. Boom. You're done. The button on the fly thing, what is this, like 1840? We like in the gold mine somewhere in California. Is Mr. Levi himself designing my jeans now? Are you asking me? Yes. Does it make sense? Yes. Total sense. Button fly jeans are so far superior to a zipper. What? I'd buy them 10 times out of 10 if I could. That's crazy. Yes. I would never even consider it. It's the best. I've never heard of such a thing. That's on your jeans. Top. Nutty. 101.5 WORD. Prayer isn't just sharing our wish list with God. It is reporting for duty. As you pray, allow God to ready your heart to do His will. Pray very specifically for opportunities to witness to unsaved loved ones and friends. That's one of the insights in Prayers for Your Unsaved Loved Ones, a complete scripture guide, free from Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Get yours now at wordfm.com slash prayer. Why are cash out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I will say one thing. You know, I really feel like right now might be a once in a lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, 
with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, we were able to get them to cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. I'm a North Hills girl, and I'm proud to serve that community that I've grown up with. Stock Family Dentistry's Dr. Megan Stock. Nobody in my family was a dentist. It was kind of this innate thing planted in my heart since about first grade. And so God leading me down this path, it's been incredible to not only see my passion come to life, but to be able to do it at home is incredible. Exceptional dentistry, compassionate care, Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. How do you know God's will for your life? How do you know? Okay, and if you know it, if you could know it. Do you think you know it? Then how, how would you find out what it was? That's a very difficult thing. And what if it was different than what you wanted? I'm intimidated by that, right? I don't know the, the process of it. Pastor William Glaze is with us from Bethany Baptist Church. Bill, the subject is, right, that you raised this uh, with us, knowing God's will. Uh, I'm sure you've talked about it and prayed about it and thought about it. Uh, boy, that's a tough one. Right. And, and that's, to me, that, that's the most important question other than our salvation uh, that we can ask, you know, what is God's will for my life? And, you know, we definitely know that uh, God wants us to be saved. Uh, you know, he's, yeah, we know, he's right. not willing that any should perish, that all should come to repentance. So uh, we know that that's his will. But beyond that, uh, what, what you know, where do we go from there? Uh, I'm writing a book on uh, questions concerning the will of God. You know, uh, people have a lot of questions about, you know, God's will. You know, how do I know? Uh, well, what is God's will? You know, how do I find out God's will for my life? Yeah. Uh, does God have a permissive and a perfect will? Mm-hmm. How do I know when I'm not in the will of God? You know, so I'm trying to answer some questions in general that people have about uh, the will of God, uh, because I think that, you know, we put a, a high premium on the Bible, on the Word of God, and that's where we find the will of God. And yet and still, uh, when you look at a lot of people, I think that they're uh, determining God's will other ways. You know, they're letting circumstances drive their uh, decision-making. They're letting other people dis- to drive their decision-making. 
And, you know, some, sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, again, I think that if, if we're going to find out what God's will for our life is, that a, a lot of it is going to be rooted and grounded in, in a relationship with him and, and being in the word. I'm into that. Okay, so what, can we talk about what God's will is? Um, you mentioned it was, you know, there's his, his perfect will, his permissive will. What do those words mean, and what what does that mean to us as we try to, you know, like make a decision about, say, what job to take? Right. Well, you know, as we look at, you know, God's uh, perfect will, you know, the Bible, you know, says in, in, in two places— uh, and one that we, a verse that we all know, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, you know, God does have a, a perfect will uh, that he has for our life. And, you know, I believe that, you know, as we spend time with him, as we seek him, that, you know, and, and, and again, we, we are led and guided by him that he leads us to that place where he wants us to be. But I, I find that, you know, if, if we're not, you know, in in the Word of God, if we're not, you know, coming before the Lord, submitting ourselves before them, it, you know, before him, it's, it's pretty easy to miss, you know, that perfect will that God has for us. And, I you know, I think that there's a, a lot of people that have missed, you know, God's best, and, and, and now they have, you know, I, I, I hate to use the word settled because, you know, it's still all in the will of God, uh, but you know, in a sense, you've missed the best that God has for you, and now you you are uh, doing the second best. So, you know, I, I, I and I just see it, you know, a lot. Uh, you know, I, I, I hear people, uh, you know, talk about, you know, even church members, you know, that, uh, you know, they get job opportunities, you know, to to go to another state, uh, and I think it's great, you know, that they have the opportunities. But one of the things I'll ask them. I said, well, you know, did you pray about that? You know, did you ask God about that? And and I'm, surprisingly, a lot of people, you know, Christians, you know, they, you know, they they put more weight in the opportunity than they do in seeking, you know, is this what God wants me to do? And so, I, you know, I wonder sometimes, you know, when you when you when you use that process as far as the decision making is concerned, you know, if you miss the best that that God has for you, you know, I mean, I, I know some people that have moved to a certain area because it was a good school district. And, and, and they really felt that that's what God wanted them to do. And so there might not have been, you know, great financial opportunities or, the, you know, the fini- financial opportunity might have been less, but they really felt that, you know, God was leading them, you know, uh, to, to go to this, you know, school district. Uh, maybe it might be a Christian school. And so they moved because, you know, they, they felt that God wanted them to train their kids up or, you know, so, so it's things of that nature. So, you know, when we look at it from the world's perspective, you know, it, it doesn't make sense sometimes. But if we are doing what God would have us to do, you know, we, we can rest assured that we are in, you know, God's perfect will. That's fabulous. We're talking with Pastor William Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. So, Pastor, what you're saying is, and I love this because I, I, I think a lot of our listeners, and I'll raise my hand as well, nod our head and go, yeah, we often, more often than not, we tend to put God in a box, right? That God is, right. he's doing one thing, but, you know, as the lordship of our life, that's a whole other matter. But I'm okay once in a while, you know, looking for God's will, but most of the time, it's my will. Right, right. And then we're just, we're, we're just looking for God to rubber stamp it, you know, and, uh, 
and say that, you know, well, I've, I've got all my ducks lined up. I, you know, I put all these things in order. Now, God bless it. And, and, and so, you know, that's that's the exact opposite process, you know, because, you know, uh, I believe that we should seek the will of God. And as we seek his will and he guides us, then, then we move based on that. And not that, you know, we go out and, you know, we do all these things. And, then, uh, and I, again, I've seen this happen a lot. You know, we come back uh, on the tail end and we ask God to, uh, to bless what we've done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I think that, you know, when, when we operate from that process, you know, we, we're going to miss uh, the best that, that God has for us. You know, I, I even look at, you know, uh, that my life, you know, I, uh, I had the opportunity, you know, speaking of professional uh, sports, uh, you know, when I graduated from college, I had the opportunity to try out for the Dallas Cowboys uh, in 1977. And then in 1978, you know, I tried out for the Denver Broncos. And, 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 and I had played football, you know, from the time that I was eight years old. And so, you know, I had set my heart and I had set my life on playing professional football. And, you know, when I got cut, you know, uh, from, I got cut from Dallas in 77, got cut from Denver in 78. And when I got cut, I remember sitting in the hotel room uh, in Denver and I was just, you know, I felt like, you know, what, what I wanted to do, my life's dreams had all been shattered. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it was almost like as I sat in that room that, that God, I, I kind of saw God rolling up his sleeves and saying, okay, now I can get to work. You know, you you pursue what you wanted to pursue. You know, that didn't work out. Now, now let me show you what it is that I would have you to do. And it was at that at that, at that place, you know, in that hotel room in Denver that I surrendered, you know, to the Lord. And I said, okay, Lord, whatever you want me to do. And uh, it was it was that fall next fall that I you know, ended up enrolling in seminary uh, to be trained, you know, as a, a Bible teacher and a, as a pastor. So, you know, again. Uh, sometimes God, you know, it's almost like a drowning person, you know, that God has to let us get all the fight out, right? And then once we get all the fight out, then God says, okay, uh, now I can I can get you where I need, need you to go. That's good. The will of God. How do we follow God's will? How do we know what How God's will is? How do we know what it is, is? Yeah. yeah, before we know what to follow? Pastor Bill Glaze is with us. So, Pastor, I, that scene that you painted, I mean, I can, you know, that's very vivid, what you just went through here, you know, there you are, the tryout, the tryout's over, and then you, there's a moment of reckoning for yourself. You see the handwriting on the wall, so to speak. And I can't imagine, I mean, it wasn't as though, you know, you flipped one switch off and turned another switch on and all was, you know, sort of sunshine and roses. You had to go through a period of grieving and really trying to discern God's will. That took some time to, to go through that, right? And I'm sure that's not, not a difficult, that was a very difficult time to go through as a guy. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, at, at the time I was married and I, I had one child and, you know, uh, you, you're right. It was, it was very difficult. Uh, you know, it, it felt like, again, all my dreams, you know, had, had yeah, just yeah. been smashed. But, you know, uh, and, and as we talk about the will of God, that that's why, you know, it's important, you know, to, to draw close to God and to be in his presence so that, you know, when you, uh, when, when, when you hit rock bottom, that he's the rock at the bottom, you know, and that, you know, God is, is there, you know, to pick you up and to, and to start you on your way. And, and again, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I've talked to some people that have been in the same situation that I was in, you know, they came to the end of, uh, you know, what they wanted their dreams and they still continued to try to, you know, work through what they wanted to do and, and generally ended up, you know, 
Uh, they might have got what they wanted, but you know, it, 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 it's some, but they sacrificed somewhere else in their life. Mm-hmm. They they missed something else in their life, and and so you know, I, I find that you know, even the, when you think about the Apostle Paul, uh, that he was on a, a boat that was was wrecked, and uh, and they all jumped off of the boat, and they were holding on to pieces of the boat in the in the in the Mediterranean Sea, and uh, yet and still Paul had had a great confidence while he's floating in the Mediterranean Sea holding on to this piece of the, uh, of the ship that he was, he was where God wanted him to be and that, that God was going to take care of him. So, you know, sometimes, you know, like you said, John, you know, we, you know, we may feel like, you know, we've been deflated and, yeah. and the situation might not seem good, uh, but that might be where, right where God wants us uh, in order to get us to where, where he needs us to go. That's Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church, the Homewood section of Pittsburgh. Um, Bill, before you leave us, you know, I like to ask you an unrelated question completely. Um, <laughs> he's laughing he knows already. What's coming. Uh, it's National Mutt Day, uh, the day that is set aside to encourage dog adoption. And it's so, the I'm, actual day. It's today. National National Mutt, Mutt, day. Mutt day. And so, I ask you, Bill Glaze. Um, first of all, do you have a dog? No, no, I don't. Are you a dog person, Bill? No, I'm not. So you're not observing National Mutt Day? No, but I, you know, I'll say this: that you know, I I, I haven't had a dog. I haven't had a dog when my kids were growing up, but just about all my kids have dogs. So oh. uh, evidently, some message got through to them mm-hmm. that didn't get through to me. Right. Uh, How about a cat, Bill? If you considered a cat? No, uh. Uh-uh. I got mm-hmm. a bird for you. Yeah, but John's got a bird. Okay, I take a bird or a fish. A bird or a fish? Birds are loud, Bill. This is a loud bird. I feel like you'd be. I feel like you're a cat person, Bill. You don't know it yet, but it, the longer we hang out, I think you're going to realize that at heart you are a cat person. Wait. Okay. All right. I, I, I'll accept that. <laughs> I like that. All right. All right. Always a pleasure, Bill. Thanks, Bill. All right. Okay. You guys have a blessed day. You too. Attention Americans age 65 and older. The Medicare annual enrollment period ends December 7th. Now is the time to select your Medicare Advantage plan for 2022. Get ready for an important toll-free hotline where you can get your free 2022 Medicare benefits review. Do you currently have a copay, a high deductible? Do you pay extra for dental and vision? Are your out-of-pocket expenses just too high? If you answered yes to any of these, then call 800-871-1592. A SmartMatch licensed insurance agent can help you compare plans, which can include $0 copays, $0 deductibles, even $0 premiums, plus dental and vision coverage for no additional cost. Having the wrong Medicare plan can cost you thousands. So call today before annual enrollment ends on December 7th. The service is free with no obligation. So call today. Call 800-871-1592. That's 800-871-1592. 800-871-1592. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest finance, 
financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through 1231-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. This holiday season, while many people are still struggling, let's bring families together. Every $1 you give to Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank can help provide up to five nutritious meals. Donate online today at pittsburghfoodbank.org. That's pittsburghfoodbank.org. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I've shared before on the air that uh, my house is going to be undergoing some reconstruction. And I keep saying that, and it keeps being put off because of COVID. But I I do believe it's going to be starting on January 3rd. So most of my first floor is packed up and is in boxes in a pod in my driveway. I like a pod. Okay, in a pod. So unfortunately, the time came to to bake some things for Thanksgiving. And I really, you know, I... You need to go in the pod. Well, I, I didn't want to go in the pod. It was like 20 degrees, right? But where so, is it? I mean, if it's not at the very beginning of the pod, then it's just like, exactly. not like, it's like an aisle. And there's no light in the pod. And it was, and anyway. how do you, yeah. So I was thinking of all these things after I had already started making the banana bread. Okay? So I had put the banana, the sugar, the, oh. you know, those initial ingredients in the standing mixer and they were moving around. Yeah. And I thought to myself, where are my loaf pans? Mm. So I realized quickly that they were out in the pod. So I thought, okay, what can I bake banana bread in? And all I could find was a cast iron Dutch oven, which is like, like what you would make spaghetti sauce in. That's oh, all yeah, I had. Yeah. So could you make like a banana ball? So, well, no, you can't make a banana ball because it's liquid when you oh, put right, it. Yeah, okay. it's liquid. So I thought, okay, I'll make it in a, in a cast iron thing. Yeah, it's it going to be circular. Who cares? Yeah. So I go to, so it's mixing, mixing, mixing in the standing mixer. I go to get the flour. I can't find the flour. What? The flour's in the pot? And I said... Where's, I said to my husband, where's the flour? He said, you gave the flour away. I said, what? He said, yeah, remember to AMVETS? And I realized that I had flour in a flour canister, and I gave it to AMVETS, and so I gave away my flour. They probably threw that away. I'm sure they did, because why wouldn't you? wouldn't want to keep that. Right. So anyway, Someone gave us flour? So I had to get in the car. It's 20 degrees, and I had to drive to Rite Aid. To buy flour? To buy flour. I never bought flour at Rite Aid. They sell flour. So, yeah, so I'm there buying flour, and then I thought, wait a minute. Do I need baking powder? Oh, my I don't even good. know if I have baking powder. I'd probably give the baking powder to Amphetamine. I'd just go to Giant Eagle. So they don't sell baking powder at Rite Aid. So I thought, well, now I, this could be all over. So I take my flour and I go home. Look at the recipe. And they. I realize I don't need baking powder. I just need baking soda, which I had. I feel good about it. Sounds great. So I add the flour in, mix it all up. Time to put the vanilla in at the end. Oh, no. No vanilla. You guys, I don't have vanilla. I don't have that. How about your neighbor? Because I get... It's across. 20 degrees. I'm not running across. Plus, my neighbors, you know, 
elderly, and she's not going to be one to give me a vanilla at 11.10 p.m. Might not be fresh. Anyway, so I had Kahlua. So I dumped Kahlua. Kahlua. You guys, I had to Kahlua do something. Kahlua bread. Look, it was an emergent situation. Anyway, I baked it? the whole thing. It came out. It looked fine. It looked fine. I let it sit for 10 minutes. I flipped it over, you know, because you have to let it cool yeah, yeah. on the thing. It wasn't remotely cooked inside. Oh. Not remotely cooked. So then I had to cook it upside down on a sheet pan in the oven for another hour. It is the worst, most abused looking banana bread I've ever seen in my whole life. Are you going to eat it? We've been eating it. Okay. See you I mean, it's not bad, but Waste I'll be honest one. with you. It's also not good. Kahlua bread. Hints from Heloise here on the ride home. Kathy Evans. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.